Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, how about being joined by the latest champion on the PGA Tour, JT Poston? So awesome. Cannot believe it happened. I mean, it's dream come true. Like, and how excited am I even saying that? <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, a lot of people are like, man, you didn't even look like you felt any pressure. Didn't You look so calm out there, this and that. I was like, I promise you, every thought was going through my head. Every, some of most of them positive, thankfully. But yeah. yeah, it was it was unbelievable. But well, you Never did just win it. the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, and I mean, I was there. I, I know you pretty well. You're a very chilled guy. You're very composed. Mm-hmm. But at what point did it? I mean, you looked very chilled the whole time. Right. There was a smile on your face for the final few holes. But at what yeah. point did you actually think, "Hey, I I could win this," and the nerves are going to kick in? Um, I knew if I was going to have a chance to win, I needed to get off to a good start and make some birdies early. And so I would say when I eagled five to get, I don't know if it tied tied me for the lead or get within one or whatever, but I knew it was the kind of the hot start that I needed to yeah. get off to. And then it was just a matter of trying to keep the pedal down and make some more birdies and post a number and see what happens. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I was watching some leaderboards, um, most of the day and, um, I'd say probably the most nervous I was all day was on 16T when I had I just birdied 15. Mm-hmm. I got to the par three, and I knew I had a one-shot lead. Um, and I just felt like if I could make one more birdie, then I, that could just about do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not, but thankfully I didn't need to. Pars were good enough. How was that shot on 16? Do you feel that you're at a that your tee shot on 16 was any different to a shot that you might have hit had you not been in that position? I'd say it was out, it wasn't, it was probably one of the more nervy and probably not my best swing of the day. It felt a little guided, um, but that was, it was almost kind of a good thing because in the last, the last two holes, I was like, all right, I can't, I can't try and just guide it out there. I got to step up and I got to trust it and just hit, just swing yeah. away, try and free it up and let it go. And was able to do that the last, 
uh, the last two holes, especially on 18. Mm-hmm. Stood, up, stood up there and hit a great two ball and hit a six iron in the middle of the green and two-putted. I was talking to Mark Leishman earlier, and he said, I mean, he was so happy for you, and he was like, that was a nervy putt to have on 18. Yeah. And, yeah. well, I mean, you made par, and that was enough to yeah. do it. But he said that that was a nervy distance on 18. Yeah, it was. It was definitely, I, I was hoping to get it a lot closer than I'm going to guess it was three and a half, four feet probably closer to four feet and um you'd like for, for it to be your first win on tour you'd like for it to be about four inches yeah <laughs> but um you know i i had made a i had made another decent decently nervy one on 17 for par uh and so i i mean i tried to just focus on just line it up get comfortable with the line get comfortable over it and let it go and the first person since 1974 to go bogey-free over four rounds in a tournament since yeah. Lee Trevino. Yeah. I mean, talk about doing it in style. Yeah, that's that's some great company to be in. I mean, he's had a great career on the PJ Tour, and um, he's obviously a big name that a lot of people know, so anytime your name's right there with somebody like that is a good thing. Did you see the picture that I think Golf TV mocked up? of you and Lee Trevino shaking like hands. shaking hands somebody, on the green. Somebody sent it to me this morning. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was I, very I didn't well see done. who did it, but somebody sent me a screenshot of it and it looks it looks awesome. But it's the million dollar question, you know, for you to get this win. What what was it about your game that was so on point for you to go out there um, and do it? Uh, overall my game was solid all around, but it was def- I definitely say it was the ball striking. My iron play was was pretty probably the best it's been all year and I felt like it's been pretty good but I just I think my first two my first two rounds I was I shot five under each day bogey free obviously and I think I only missed maybe one green Mm -hmm. and the green that I missed landed on the green about 10 feet from the hole and just trickled off to the side and it was just kind of one of those one of those weeks where I hit it really good all week and uh, made a few putts but really missed some especially the first two or three days and then finally Sunday pretty much Pretty much any time I had a chance, a good look at birdie, I made it, which which was awesome. And you were back in North Carolina where you're from, your family were there, your yeah. friends were there from high school, from college, yeah. guys you were on the golf team with, yeah. your, your grandparents were there, Yeah. your mom and dad, your brothers, it all just came together. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, so many, so many familiar faces, people that... It, you know, family that I had, I've seen recently, and then some 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 friends that I probably haven't seen in in years, and uh, uh, some college teammates, guys that have always talked about they're going to be here. They you know they always drunk you know probably over a beer or so saying <laughs> we're going to be there when you win your first tour event this and that, and you're always kind of like okay yeah like I hope you are, but the chances that actually happening are yeah. probably pretty slim. Um, but for it to be in North Carolina where they can they they were able to drive up that morning and watch it watch it all unfold and then we went and celebrated afterwards and it, I couldn't have drawn it up any better let's give it the Jimbo tracker guys a mention yeah because they'll be so happy yeah but yeah. T- tell us what this is okay so my nickname in college was Jimbo um couldn't tell you exactly where it came from I think <laughs> It just started with they found out that the J in my name stands for James. Okay. So then it went to Jim, and then it went to Jimbo, and it just kind of, for some reason, Jimbo stuck. And the Jimbo tracker was, I think, one of my one of my teammates. Um, he just he made the account on Twitter, and he, he uses it to he uses the PGA app most of the time, and <laughs> follows follows my round, tracks it, and tweets out about it. Sometimes it's 
sometimes it's good and exciting. Sometimes it's real. Most of the time, it's really funny. But um, it's just it's just entertaining. It's humorous. A lot of my a lot of my friends and family that are back in Hickory and people in North Carolina love to follow it because it's a it's a humorous way to to still keep track of how I'm yeah. doing and what I'm shooting and stuff like that. Last weekend was obviously the peak of Jimbo Tracker, I feel, but before that it had been where you, when you were in the final group in Detroit yeah. for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah. Wow, those guys had a great weekend on Twitter that yeah. weekend. They were full of excitement. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 funny guys. They got a lot of funny gifts and memes and um, all kinds of funny content. So it's a it's a fun follow. They have a good time with it. I know the people that that follow it enjoy it. They use it to get free drinks out on the course as well. Do you know they, that? I, yeah, he, I found out yeah. after the fact. He said they, they took one of my old shirts that I gave him um, and did a giveaway <laughs> uh, to whoever could find him and bring him a Tito's. So I think, uh, I think it paid off for him at least. He yeah. got a little free drink out of it. Well, talking of Tito's, I mean, I feel we have a, their biggest fan right here because, of course, we have to have your caddy on, yeah. Adam Fleener. Maybe... Uh, the most high-profile caddy of the moment. How are you feeling? I feel great. I mean, how good or not? Yeah. Uh, it's a dream come true not only for JT but me as well. I started caddying five years ago, and, um, you know, the dream's always to get to the PGA Tour and have a guy that wins a tournament that you're working for. And, I mean, it, five years doesn't sound like that long of a time, but... Um, it was a long journey here for me, um, but definitely worth it. You've said it about him for a long time. You've seen it in his game for such a long time that this win was coming. Yeah. And I've, you called it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just felt like, you know, I, this is my second year out here on this tour, and, you know, you see the guys that are successful and you see the things that they do well, and JT does a lot of those things uh, himself so you know the the mental part of the game was has always been there and uh, last week he was just hitting it right on all of his spots you know thanks to his coach John McNeely giving him a little tip early <laughs> in the week and I mean there just weren't many missed golf shots last week so it made my tip? job really easy I need to know what the tip was yeah, the tip was it's really simple actually it's something that I had struggled with before but it was all in setup I mean just keeping my right knee flex a little bit more just feeling a little bit more on the takeaway and then everything else positions everything was good it was just trying to feel that and let it go and it just clicked right away that's amazing isn't it it's like the smallest little thing sometimes it always is I actually texted Fleener after I, after we did it and I told him I said I can't remember exactly what I said. He said, uh, he said that you got me dialed in in the mountains yeah. today. I said, I'm dialed in. I'm ready to go. And and because I had, it's it's amazing. I had played well, I mean, leading up to that. I had some really good rounds leading up to that. But I told the guys up there, I told John that it just wasn't as consistent as I would have liked. There, I'd, have a, I'd shoot a low round, and then the next day I'd go out there, and I wouldn't hit it as good and shoot maybe even par. And. I was like, I feel like if I'm hitting it that good to shoot 62, 63, I ought to be able to go out and kind of cruise and shoot three or four under or something, and it just wasn't happening. And, you know, he, he watched me hit a few, gave me the one tip, and it clicked, and I could tell, I could feel that it was just that much cleaner, that much better, that much more consistent right away. So if you have that kind of frustration, Aaron, how do you, like, help deal with that frustration if he's talking to you about it? 
Well, I don't know anything about the golf swing. If anybody's seen me play, they know that for a fact. Uh, but, you know, I once he told me what, you know, uh, the tip was on Monday, you know, we, I would keep reminding him of that or, you know, reinforcing on the range saying, hey, yeah, that looks good. And uh, just trying to build his confidence uh, going into the week. You know, his recent results have been – we're there. He shot a couple low ones, and you know we didn't, like you said, just have one round that was that kind of you know put us out of it. And uh, you know at his point in the season, you know where he was FedEx wise. I mean, he was just trying to win a golf tournament, and so like it's really frustrating when you feel like you're that close. You know, for a couple of weeks, like Barbasol shooting 62 in the first round and not finishing off, and then yeah. you know Detroit. He played really good on Friday. Shot a really low in there, and uh, but just got outplayed that week by Nate. But I mean, you know, that was that was his main focus finishing off the year is just try to get a win. And I'm just super happy for him. Um, it just opens up a lot of doors for him going forward, and um, we're excited. Oh, I'm excited for you. You guys have a great relationship. You have a very, you know, your friends, obviously, but you're both, you've got similar demeanors. You're both very chill. How would you summarize the, the player-caddy relationship here? Uh, I tell people all the time that ask about, ask about Aaron, ask about my caddy, and I tell them, you know, people don't realize how much time you spend together. Uh, I mean, if you play four or five, four weeks in a row or something, that's, that's probably six out of seven days that you're you're spending every bit of five, six, seven, eight hours a day with each other, you know, working on at a golf course. And so it's got to be somebody, I figured out pretty quick, it's got to be somebody that you're good friends with, that you enjoy being around, have a lot in common. And uh, Aaron's, Aaron's good as it gets. I mean, you we can, have a lot of fun on the golf course. Uh, you can talk about stuff together other than golf. Yeah, because I know we both get tired of we talking about get, golf. We both can get tired about talking talking golf, and uh, Aaron can. We can talk about anything. We can talk about football, sports, Nashville, whatever. Whatever we're eating, you know, that night. It, it it doesn't matter what it is. We can we can come up with something and keep it interesting, keep it fun, and you know that's that that helps keep me relaxed and uh, which usually leads leads to better golf so yeah he's got a good great family that's really supportive of of him and and myself and so that's also a huge help when you you know all the people on his team as far as agents and uh and everybody that that helps him out all are very supportive of me and, and encourage me and uh on a constant basis telling me how important i am to to our success and that i mean it's that true. makes me want to work harder, and yeah. so it's, it's true. you know. It's I've obviously, I've spent a bit of time with both of you guys. And <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no reason. Why? Why do you ask? <laughs> and um, your great aunt said to me the other day that he was a real asset to your family. What a nice thing to say. Yeah, that's, I mean, everybody that's met Aaron love spending time around him and my family's my family's no different they know how much of a difference he's made with my golf uh being out here on tour they can see that as soon as we started working together um the golf sort of took off and i started playing a little better 
And but they, I mean, he's also he's a good he's a good person, good friend, and they can see that, and they can they can see that we have a lot of fun off the golf course too. And you know, any any family they love, they're they're gonna love to see that, and they're they love to experience that themselves, hanging out with him. I saw something a little bit different though Saturday and Sunday. He was reading a few putts for you. That doesn't yeah. usually happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not one to to get a second opinion on some putts, but honestly, I hadn't made much uh, the first two rounds, and Saturday was even more so the case. I birdied, I think, three of the first six holes or something. Got off to a great start, and then started parring it to death on the on the back nine. And I get, you know, I started getting him in there to read a few. He, he can definitely read. Reed Green's great, but it's, for me, sometimes I just like to be confident in my read, whether it's the right one or not, just put to make a confident stroke. But I think he's going to start getting in there a little bit more because <laughs> the ones the ones that he has read, and even on Sunday he read a few, I think, and and his reads are always good. He always says the right thing. It's never like hit it here, hit it here. It's kind of like all right, it's doing this, like feel it out, you you got it, this kind of thing. Yeah, more of a subtle. The problem with helping somebody read a green is you don't know how hard they want to hit it. And so, you know, that changes the line depending on that stuff. So I always try to say I see it going right early and then straighten it out or whatever. Just, you know. Yeah. And then you got to – he's got to feel out the speed from there. I mean, it says JT posting on the bag, not Aaron (laughs) Fleener. So uh, I leave leave all that up to him mostly. I'm more than happy to stand on the fringe and be a cheerleader. (laughs) But I will get in there and help if he wants me to. Yeah. Can we get you some pom-poms at some point? <laughs> sure. A little skirt? I don't know. I can't carry too much more stuff in that bag. Yeah, it's 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 a heavy bag, <laughs> so maybe we'll have to keep it light. Hey, Fleener, when did you first kind of let yourself believe that the win was within your grasp? Uh, when, when we birdied 15, um, I saw that we had taken the lead. And then when we got on 17 green, I saw that we had a two-shot lead that uh, on had made bogey somewhere. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is like this could happen. This is going to happen. Yeah, this is happening. I was thinking the same thing. You know, barring like something crazy happened, if we can just get a couple pars in here on 17 and 18, then they're going to have to do something special to to get in a playoff with us. And so, um, you know, we didn't treat it. 18 any differently knowing that we we played it the same way we'd been playing it all week um and we were trying to hit it kind of close back there just came up a little short of of where we wanted to land it on the second shot but yeah i mean i and i really wasn't nervous all day until until he was standing over the last putt on 18 and I, you know, well, we got to 18 green and thinking we were, I, I thought we were gonna have a two shot lead, but then we saw where Ben had birdied 16, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know that it was a one shot lead until I got to 18 green, and then all of a sudden we had this two putt that broke about 10 feet, and and uh, yeah, needed to needed to get that thing down and down yeah. two and put some pressure. On I knew it. he was gonna knock it in, but I was still nervous. <laughs> um, just because we wanted to win, man. That was the goal. Like, you're not even – people have asked me, like, are you think, were you thinking about, like, all the money and the Masters and yeah. all that stuff? And I was like, no, we just, we're just competitors and we wanted to win. Yeah. So, like, the other stuff that comes with it is great, but, I mean – That was probably my biggest surprise, I think, from being in contention and having that putt to win that I felt like was to win the tournament. And, 
I always I always thought that whenever I got that putt that I'd be I'd have so many thoughts going through my head like thinking about Augusta, thinking about the prize money, the winner's check, thinking about all kinds of stuff, the two year exemption. Like I remember I just thought that all those thoughts would be going through my head, but the only thought that was going through my head was line this thing up and like knock it in just like you've hit any other one. I was just hoping you wouldn't look over there in behind the green at your mom because she was freaking out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. Ronnie was the best though. Yeah. She was like talking to the ball the whole time. I was yeah. like, man, just don't look over there at your family. Yeah, like, I didn't. Keep... I'm surprised I didn't either because I guess, I mean, in that situation, you got so many people in those stands and it just kind of looks like right. a sea of people. You can't really tell who's who, but. I think if I had seen her, that probably wouldn't have been wouldn't have been a good thing. There's your boy over there, uh, Keith Mitchell. We have to talk about him because you guys live together. He won the Honda Classic earlier in the year, so um, that was a that had to be a good motivating factor for you to get the debut victory. Yeah, I was behind the green on 18 when he knocked that putt in to win, and um, our agent Lee Knox was there with us, and everybody was going crazy. But one of the first things Lee did was he turned around and he gave me a fist pump he said you're next and I remember sitting there thinking like if he can do that I can hang I know I can hang with Keith I know I can beat Keith at home I know I can beat Keith in tournaments out here so like if he's if he's good enough and he can prove that he can win on the PGA Tour then why why can't I do it and so yeah it definitely gave me a little little boost of confidence and self-belief Keith's social media was the funniest thing ever watching you on TV. And I love how the PGA Tour tweeted a lot of it, but they had to edit a lot of it too. Yeah, I think they did have to edit a few a few pieces of it. Uh, I got the raw videos, which was even better. Oh, um, yeah. They were they were unbelievable. I mean, he, he was obviously really excited, probably more nervous than, than I was coming down the stretch. But, um, yeah, it was so cool to see those videos. I mean, the sport, everything is unbelievable. And then you finished, but you had to wait because you were the third last group. So you're waiting in the office, watching it on TV to see what's going to happen. So you weren't really letting yourself believe that you'd won until it was all over. No, I mean, that was one of the things that I was kind of like, I got in the tent and as I'm walking to the tent and I've got my parents, my family, everybody's like yelling congratulations, like way to go. And I'm sitting there thinking, this tournament's not over. Like he can birdie 18 and we're in a playoff. And I, I just, for some reason, I felt like I was the only one, maybe me and Aaron were the only ones in the room that were thinking, like, this is not over. But then, uh, I mean, they had a TV in there. We were sitting there, we were watching it, and saw where Ben hit it left in the trees, which he actually ended up having a decent shot to get it on the green. But I knew from the left trees that was going to be a pretty hard birdie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it never it never really hit home until his birdie putt went zooming past the hole, though. So. But has it hit home yet? Like, is it? St- you've had a very busy couple of days, and today has been really busy. You've had a lot of media and stuff to do. Has it sunk in yet? I think it has a little bit. Yeah, I think I think getting to the golf course here and seeing some of the other players and everybody coming up to me and congratulating me and like, that's kind of when it started to to hit home that I like I'd won out here I'd you know accomplished that goal and everybody else is obviously really happy for me and supportive and that's just it's really cool what's been the coolest thing that's happened I did see one thing that um, has to be very cool is that Jim Nance came up to you on 
the 18th during the trophy presentation, like came over and spoke to you. I was with your friends and some other caddies and they were losing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was in the middle doing some pictures and he kind of walked up and shook my hand and said he was he was really impressed with how I handled myself down the stretch and how I played. And he said it was a tournament and a, and a finish that he would never forget, which I thought was pretty incredible for him to say, knowing how much golf he's covered and how many tournaments he's seen and how many awesome events he's I mean that for him to be able to say that and mean that was was really cool yeah I got some uh text that he that he said my name on air and I used <laughs> to joke with my friends and would always joke be like man just how great would it be if someday you could get your name to come out of Jim Nance's mouth <laughs> and it happened and I'm trying to figure out how to make it my ringtone <laughs> There's a way you can do that. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way. There's got to be a recording of it somewhere. Any of your friends record? Oh yeah, they sent it to me. Okay, then send me the video. Also, I mean, your nickname is Big Cat out here, and uh, maybe the the cherry on top of this already amazing cake is the fact that you are playing with Tiger Woods Thursday and Friday. So, I mean, what? How did you feel when you found that out? Uh, I mean pretty excited that I mean that's the guy that I grew up watching and that was the guy that I wanted to be when I was a kid watching him play out here on the PGA Tour and I'm sure that about half the tour now could would say the same thing so I mean he's 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 probably the best to ever play the game and we're gonna have a front row seat to him playing a big tournament like a playoff event and it's gonna be really cool we thought it could happen uh, because we thought they were gonna pair in order and then I was doing the counting the other day and realized we were going to miss him by one. But then Paul Casey wasn't playing this week, so he fell into our group. And I saw it yesterday. I came out to the golf course, was in the caddy area, and they were pinning up the tee times on the cork board whenever I walked in. And I went over there and saw it, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, this is happening. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> like, stay it. hot, guys. Yeah, when you're hot, you're hot. As if your phones weren't blowing up enough as exactly. it was. Exactly. Then you have to add the Tiger thing into the mix as well. Absolutely, yeah. Phone was already yeah. blown up from, from the win on Sunday. and then <laughs> I think JT's phone had already died at about 11 a.m. this morning. It did, yeah, it did. Yeah, because uh, one of the girls from the tour came up to me and said I had to go give JT a portable charger because his phone was dead by 11, and... He had all these interviews that he had to do later on. <laughs> yeah, no, so I don't know what happened. I charged it last night, and then I just happened to look down at it uh, this morning, and 11 o'clock, sure enough, it's about dead. So. I mean, you're the man of the moment, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, I guess I guess all those texts is just killing them. Killing what them. happened with this letter? I saw this letter on social media that um, you had said was <laughs> a little extra motivation. Yes. Yeah, so this guy, I got a letter in the mail from this guy who is a swing instructor, apparently. And... I know Big Cat's going to say something about this for sure. Yeah, so I can't... I don't know word for word what it is. He might be looking it up right now, but I... Basically, he told me that I was... He looked at my swing, and he thought that there were some flaws in my swing, and that all the greats in the game had similarities that they did, and that I didn't have one of those... have those similarities. And he basically said if I didn't, you know work with him or didn't do what he was talking about then my game would not progress and I wouldn't improve it's basically I mean that's like the nice way to put it when did you get this I got this the week before the Wyndham my off week I I got it in the mail and I opened it up 
And I, t- I read it, and I left it there, and I told myself, whenever uh, whenever I win on tour, I'm going to send it back to him in about a 1,000 pieces. <laughs> and, you know, that'll be the icing on the cake. And sure enough, next week, Wyndham got it done, and here we are. I just I thought it was a rather bold strategy for that guy <laughs> to try to get JT as a by insulting my as a pupil <laughs> um, by sending him a a letter that appeared to be written on a typewriter yeah. um, oh. in the mail and telling him what all the things he's that are wrong with his game. Um, it didn't really work out for him. I don't think that strategy. So. Um, well done, though. You've been the bigger person. You haven't named him or anything. I have not. No, I know the name. I'm not going to keep that to myself. We don't want to give him the free publicity. You know, yeah, guys the, would probably go run into him at this picture, point. The picture that's out there on, on Twitter and on the Internet has it all covered up. So, <laughs> But the, it is a pretty funny, pretty funny letter. Wow, gosh. I mean, as you say, if it could be any additional motivation and fuel to that fire, then... Thank you to the random swing instructor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember sitting there thinking, like, really, this guy? Like, I feel like I've had a solid, steady year, and this guy's telling me that I am basically am not a good golfer and don't deserve to be where I am and have not worked hard to get where I am. And I'm sitting here thinking, who is this guy? And I can't wait to prove him wrong. How did he get you to dress? I don't know. That's so weird to me. Betty. That's kind of creepy. Off, it wasn't my personal address, but it's, it's the office address. It's not. It's actually our old office address, so I don't even know. I don't know. You should just sign it real big and say, thanks for being a fan, and send it Here back to go. him. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good, too. I kind of really I – thought, I thought about that, actually. If I did rip it up into a bunch of pieces and send it back to him, <laughs> then would he know that it was even his letter? That he, or would, like, would he be able to put the pieces yeah, together? You should just Probably sign not. the letter and keep it intact. Or you could send a letter with it, a compliment slip, like, thank you. That's probably what I would do. I'll probably probably send him a little thank you letter. Just be like, what was that, bud? Thank you for the motivation. (laughs) Uh, Throw in a signed golf ball. Yeah, yeah, maybe something something for his shelf. But you only got to celebrate a little bit because it's back to the grind this week. Jumping up from, you were like, what, 83rd in the playoff, in the FedEx Cup standings. Now you're 27, so... I mean, Tour Championship has always been a goal. It's a goal of everyone's. And right now you're in that 30, so you just need to secure your spot and make it all the way to Eastlake. Yeah, I mean, these, these playoff events are quadruple points, so uh, we still need to play some good golf to to lock a spot up there in Atlanta. But starting the playoffs inside the number is all, is a great place to be. And, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to keep, keep trying to play some good golf these next two weeks and keep doing what we're doing and, see if we can secure a spot. I won't keep you for much longer, but what do you think about the course? Here this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. We've only played about eight or nine holes, um, but it's in such good shape. The greens are fast. They're pure. It's bent grass. Um, definitely looks like you need to need to have some control over your golf ball. There's been some some pretty tough little tee balls already and that we've seen, and the greens have some smaller sections and some places that you absolutely cannot hit it. And um, so, yeah, you're going to have to have complete control over your golf ball in order, to, in order to play well out here, I think. And you better get your knees ready to be reading some more putts. I'm ready. I grew up on bent grass greens, so if there's any surface that I can read, it's these. 
Excellent. Guys, thank you so much. It's been amazing. It was incredible to witness. I know how much it meant to both of you and as you say to your families and friends and everyone and just the biggest congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was an unbelievable week, something that I'll never forget and to have everybody there to celebrate too. It's something that, that Aaron and I will remember forever. Thank you, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.